What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the High on Soccer podcast with your favorite host, Ahmad. How, How you doing, doing, bro? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Living the dream. Living the dream. Oh, Jorge. I'm doing great. I like your shirt. Thank you. It's really cool, honestly. Nice. It is a nice shirt. Thank you. Like, I, like I kind of want one. Any colors. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, what is up, guys? We are your favorite host, and I'm going to introduce you to him now, Jorge Martinez. Say hello. Yo, yo, yo. Ahmad Sabasa. How you guys doing? Good to be back. And myself, Dylan Monroy. And we are your favorite High on Soccer podcast team because we are the best of all soccer podcasts out there. Absolutely. And today we're going to talk about something special. We look forward to it every single Monday, every single weekend, Premier League weekend. And boy, Jorge. Oh, yeah. It was a good one, man. And drama. It always is. More drama for me. I have, I don't know, um, that smirk I had on my face that Ahmad supposedly talks that I had after Ronaldo <laughs> came to Man United. It's gone. Oh, yeah. I'm worried, bro. It, honestly. I know. I'm worried, bro. I just noticed. It's some bullshit, dude. Yeah, like, but we'll get into uh, that. We'll get into that. Amon, I want to talk about your boy. Uh, like, I want to, I want to, you know what? I think it's fucking time we put some respect on that guy's name. I think, you know, I think honestly, I, I do think when it comes to him, we're going to have a separate episode. Right, so, but I just want to, I just want to talk about this goal, what this goal meant yeah. against a big club, the way he did it, and then this kind of triggered everyone around the world to realize, holy shit, Mohamed Salah has probably been the best player in the world. This year, this year, this, so far, this year, like, and the world is a big is a big claim, right? Because right, there are some like that is really where it's headed players. at least right now, right? So I do like you know, like I said, we are our next episode will actually be on a Salah because I do believe that there's a lot to be said on like the past five years and versus now and where things are going because I do think that things are about to get out of everyone's expectations with this guy so that's why I think we're gonna have a separate episode but when it comes to the game itself I think that uh, it wasn't a great result at the end of the day for for Liverpool uh, this one could have put us on the top of you know top of the table the good thing is is that we didn't lose so still undefeated so far this whole this whole season but uh, I thought, I thought uh, Liverpool they played okay. I thought Milner playing as a right back, you know, didn't really help us that much. I don't think he played that great, especially in the first half. How old is Milner? Like thirty-four. Like 30, no, 36. 36. He wow. should have been sent off too. Yeah. Oh, he should have been sent off. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, he should have been sent off in the second half. I I don't remember when exactly, yeah. but yeah, I just yeah he should have he should have been off. sent off. Uh, you know the game itself uh, the second goal for Man City came off of a deflection from Matip so I think Allison would have saved it from, from KDB uh, Mane I thought he played a good game I thought the, the, the run he made on the first uh, first goal was a really good run you know the way he came from the back and kind of just like made himself available and uh, the pass from Salah I thought it was a world class pass oh, yeah, as well that was a really great pass yeah. I thought so and that's yeah. Part of what I mean with his playing has has, has evolved. His playing style has evolved, uh, and.
and this the second goal for Liverpool was just I mean the whole world like you said just kind of uh, realized something with this goal or I don't know what it was about this goal maybe it was the dribbling part of it maybe it was well, no to me it wasn't that it just like it was such a good goal against big team yeah they didn't get the win but then the whole Twitter thing did you see what he wrote after uh, uh, he, yeah he put like uh, you know we have we what it takes get the win. we didn't get the win but we have what it takes to win the league and I thought that was really cool because he showed heart spirit strength leadership and determination because you're he talking made, about yesterday yeah because yeah. he made he, he to me made a big impression because he made the, an assist for a goal mm-hmm. got him a goal himself and you know they didn't get it done necessarily but he was that influential for you me know, for me I noticed the and, yeah go ahead and uh and uh Salah's just a it's not that everyone realized he's not a bad player I mean he's, he is a great player but they just stopped to think wow this season there's been a couple guys playing really beast and it's been Benzema and Mohamed Salah and the other Lewandowski. guys who should be Lewandowski. up there Lewandowski those other guys who should be up there like mm-hmm. Ronaldo Neymar Mbappe Messi their big moves are not Kaku, they're not they're not and Salah once again is being consistent and going that extra step further I think that's what it is is that consistency there's the consistency with like like Benzema and, and like Salah is that they I thought they were like okay so Benzema was overshadowed before because he was never he wasn't always the number nine there and then Salah has always been uh, the thing about him is everyone said oh well he's a winger and you know he doesn't produce against the big the big six or anything no the funniest yeah. thing with Salah is like you said is that on every team everyone was like oh uh, Benzema is the shadow to Ronaldo mm-hmm. uh, or like uh, you know Rashford is the shadow to Ronaldo or, or, or something like that but then when it came to Salah, when he was the best player on Liverpool, people just said, oh, it's a great team. You know what I mean? Like, people said, oh, yeah. it's just like a collective effort. It's yeah. not really one well, guy. Exactly, That's but the, the people would always say, too, that, oh, Salah, a big thing was that Salah can't finish on his weak foot and that he doesn't. He would never do it against the big teams. Mm-hmm. But in this game, he proved the opposite. Oh, the goal was with his right. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was with his right. Mm-hmm. It was with his right. And it, it wasn't a tapping. It wasn't a tapping. It was a solo goal in the box. He channeled his like inner Messi. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and yeah. you know he made them look like a, he made who was it? Was it Stones or was it Diaz? It was Diaz, right? Yeah. Like, it was actually also. Um, Silva. Or no, Laporta. Silva, Silva Laporta. also. Well, well, he started by yeah. putting Silva on the ground. I it, think he broke yeah. his back. But but, yeah. but um, uh, what's it called? They uh, know it was um, it was Laporte. It was Laporte, and he made him look like Boateng, like Messi versus Boateng. Mm-hmm. And then he <laughs> yeah, puts yeah, it exactly. That's everyone. I've, everyone I've talked to exactly. has been referring to that exact. And then he puts time. it away with his weak foot. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of like, it, it's kind of like I think with that, Salah said, "What more do you want me to do?" Yeah, I think so. I think it's like I think, I think so. I've scored against every. He scored in every game so I think far, so. right? Because, because if he's because if he's scoring with his right foot, honestly, uh-huh. because every single time Salah would open up to the left, uh-huh. defenders are like, "This is what he's gonna shoot exactly. with." I mean, what what else would he do? Uh-huh. But now that he's also taking that extra mm-hmm. extra step and going with his right, 
again his like uh-huh. both goals sh- sh- show me one thing his game has evolved exactly because you're right not the he, he like how everyone said oh he doesn't produce quality enough assists but here that that, that ball that he played through to Mane just and amazing no, and the Mane, stats the stats um, we looked at by him being the second mm-hmm. uh, as, uh, top assist in the last five years in mm-hmm. the Premier League after like he's not even a playmaker oh okay I have it right here seven matches in the Premier League he has six goals and three assists Yes. So that's a one point something goal contribution right. per game. And I think he's the best right now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's subject to change, and this is early. But it's still pretty early. But but I mean, right it, now he's he's on he's fire. A guy. He's he's a man. Yeah. From yeah. That. Right now he's there's no one on his level. Yeah. In, in at, at the I, moment. Yeah. At the moment, I think he's he's number one. At, at this time, he is. It's just he's. Uh, yeah. He's been doing it like how you guys said, like consistent. Like it, it, it's he's like I've done it. He's he did it last season, the season before. You know, he was a one season wonder. He's been a one season wonder for like three seasons, so like, you know, four seasons. So it's it's like him just saying, what, yeah, oh, I can keep going. Like, I think he's, I he's think like I said, there's there's so much to be said about this specific topic because you know because you guys know what this probably means to yeah. me. So like we'll get to it in oh, the yeah, in the next right, episode. Yeah. But as far as like the whole team, I thought they played a good game. Uh, the defender from uh, Man City, uh, uh, Rodri. Oh, the the I thought, I thought, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. So so I thought he played a really great game, and I thought he saved. Uh, yeah, he, he got that save on Fabinho, dude. So I thought he played a really a really great game. How am I gonna tell? How am I gonna tell my kids that didn't go in? Yeah, <laughs> I showed him that picture. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he's a defender, man. He's, he's he was great, dude. That that was an amazing save. Mm-hmm. He was quick to get back. That like was that. an amazing save, and uh, that's as far as the Liverpool uh, Man City game. I think it's a fair result. I would say at the end of the day, uh, who's who's number one right now? Chelsea is that number one? Yeah, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea. Okay, just to sum up the top four, uh, real quick. Chelsea at sixteen points, that being number one. Liverpool fifteen, and Man City and United, Everton and all Brighton, Brighton, Hove Albion, fourteen. Nice. So it's tight. It's tight. It's and tight, yeah. with that, we're gonna move to a team who shouldn't be in their position that they're in. My team, nah, Manchester United. The first game of the weekend for yeah, they should, yeah, they should be in the top four. Yeah, you're this right. Is, you're absolutely right, Amon. Oh I agree. my gosh! Here we go, man. <laughs> Dude, I cannot do this week by week anymore. Cristiano Ronaldo's peeved that he has Solskjaer as a freaking manager, man. Dude, what if the that, fuck is, is going on? It's not on? evident now, is it, Amon? It's yeah, it's got to be clear, right? Yeah, it's pretty clear. But to be honest with you, look, I think Man United is not a team that's gonna compete for championships this year. No, I think it's next year. I think this that's year, what's devastating. Yeah, there's because bro, that, there's a lot of talent team. team. You have you have uh, Sancho, you right. have. Varane, you have uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, you do have a lot of add-ons to the team. You do need some time for those players to get adjusted to playing together. You can't just compare them to a team like City or a team like Liverpool where it's only like one player that they that they added on or zero if like, you know. So I think Man United, you got to give them this year to kind of test things out, see if there's maybe one more thing that they need to do, right? 
but it's, that can, no, it's true. Like, like they need this trial and error season, right? Like these these results are gonna happen. I think it, I think it could have happened with any other coach. I'm not saying there's not a problem with him, but I'm saying it could have happened with any other coach. So this season, you do have to kind of let the first games play out. Mm-hmm. And see and see what eventually happens, but to judge from right now and say like the team can't do anything, or I personally think they're not going to do anything this year, but they still could. So, uh, well, as a Man United fan, I think the Premier League—if we—they have to figure out right away. Like, we cannot just keep losing points because Liverpool, Manchester City, Chelsea, those guys are really good. The one chance they have, I think, is Champions League, only because of Ronaldo, and only if they get it together by, you know, by the, once you're out of group stage, which is January, which is a lot of time Mm -hmm. to get it together. Champions, Champions League is even harder. Let me tell you something. If you got, if you got the problems in your domestic league, you're going to have those same problems in Champions League. Well, bro, if there's, that's what I'm saying. It's only going to be available as an option, as a chance, like to win it, because they have a lot of time to get it together. In the Premier League, they have two weeks from now, after the international break. And they're not looking very good. And they don't get that time together. So that, I, that is time I lost. Think, I think like the best way to go is, is realistically, you want to try to get top four this year no, for top sure. Top four for sure, yeah. But at the end of like you have to think about competing for the league next year. I wouldn't say this year. Right. This year, it's like a little bit unrealistic just because of the chemistry aspect of I'm things. I'm just so disappointed because I don't see Solskjaer doing anything right. You maybe, know, maybe, like, maybe he's the one final thing that needs to be changed. I think he's the thing. I think, you know, because... You call Conte, yeah. you call Antonio Conte, who's a proven winner at Chelsea, Inter, and, and even before that with Juve. Mm-hmm. Like, he wins trophies, man. And Man United... Has the roster to win trophies? Exactly. So, so they have. They have all. They the, need the manager. Yeah, they have. They have everything to win. I think like last year, you could have said, well, okay, like other teams are good, but it's like at, at this point, it's like, I mean, some people can argue that Man United they have the best team in the world, right? Or like top three on right paper. Now, on, it paper be. on paper, on paper, should be absolutely. When you look at every single position, you have a top world class player in that position. That's, that's arguably top three in his position. So. It's 100%, whether it's in the midfield, uh, uh, defense, uh, offense, goalkeeping, but it's the goalkeeper, it's the coaching aspect of it. I think there's there's something missing there. So that's that's what I'm saying. Let the season play out because the guy, at the end of the day, he has earned, I think, his this year. This year. He has he has yeah. earned this year, right? Because when he came to Man United last like or like a couple seasons ago, I think. I think last season, it was a good season for him. I think Man United played really good. It was the best we've seen them in a very long time. So, you know, like, would you agree, Jorge? Yeah, I think they've uh, they're definitely playing a lot better uh, than they they haven't in the past. And I think they even won. Didn't they win in a, the, uh, a league cup? Uh, I haven't remembered us mm-hmm. winning any cup in forever. Not, not even the FA Cup, man. But, uh, but I mean, he, he did all right last season, you know I mean? He did get you guys to the to the final of the of the Europa League. So it's yeah. not I think, I think he was, like, runner-up for both the UEFA yeah. and domestic. Well, oh, that's right. As a fan, yeah, so he got second place. Got second so place that's, I mean, that's pretty good if you ask me. As a fan, I'm frustrated. This is ridiculous. But you know what? <clears throat> Hoping it works out. Champions League is the only thing I really see uh, happening, potentially. And... 
David De Gea. Positive that I can look at from Man United. Holy shit, he's coming back. He's becoming yeah. David De God again because he's saving their freaking he ass. Listen to our last uh, episode. Yeah, I think David De Gea listened to the podcast. Yeah, he so that personally. He's, yeah, I think somebody might have shared he, it with them. Yeah, yeah he's, he's gonna, gonna like snitch. He, he did take it personally. <laughs> he's he's playing like it. So it's Michael Jordan meme. And I so, took that um, personally. <laughs> moving on to a different game on the Saturday weekend. Let's see you. Jorge. Yes, sir. Burnley, Norwich City. Oh, what a draw. You had him for a second. <laughs> had me in the first half. Jorge, did you think I was going to talk about Chelsea, Southampton? Maybe. Yeah, well, we're talking Burnley, Norwich. Hey, man, Norwich can finally get a point. You <laughs> do. Honestly, like, I was thinking Clean about this. Clean sheet, too. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about this. Like, do they celebrate a draw? Like, because that's good. That's good for a team like Norwich, right? It's, 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 you know, it's, it's, I mean, they're definitely, I mean, they have one point. They're, I guess, better than nothing. Oh, shit, they have one point. They only have one How point. many goals have they scored? I don't know, actually. Let's two. see. Two? Oh, yeah, damn. Yeah, two that's, goals. That's not good. And they Josh Sargent 16. is a starter on this squad, guys. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know how I feel about him being on this team anymore. Cristiano scored that on his debut. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of a sour, sour start to the season for him. Uh, but, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I've seen a couple of the games, and they, they just... They just don't seem to have it. Yeah, Norwich City, we hope you start playing better. I don't know what it's going to take, but yeah. we need Josh Sargent on top, top form. So yeah, but I mean, it's a good opportunity for him to learn. Um, we'll see how things go for him. But yeah, the, for Norwich, if they keep going like this, they're going to be playing, having to play for absolutely nothing so early in the season because it's mm. not going well. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're rooting for Josh Sargent. Um, now we move on to Chelsea Southampton Jorge yes sir what do you think about Southampton (laughs) (laughs) Southampton, Chelsea comes out with a 3-1 victory with a Chalaba goal Timo Werner on the score sheet and yes, Ben Chilba with a screamer. He finally starts. I said this is his first, not his first appearance in the Premier League, but what was the reason he was out for so long? Uh, Tuchel just likes Lanza. Uh, I mean, he's pretty good. I mean, yeah, like dude, Alonso's played in every single game and he's played like well. He's been one of the best players, so he just favors him more. Uh, so he's been playing him and he can't, I mean in this system with the way that they play Alonso is the better player because he's a left he's a more natural wing back yeah and then Chilwell's is better defensively uh, but we've seen it before and uh, we saw it again Chilwell can also get forward and he scored a fucking screamer dude he did he did score a screamer mm-hmm. but Jorge I have to ask you because uh-huh. where's Lukaku dude did dude. you know Lukaku has not scored or assisted in the last five matches. I do not. But I can see that, obviously, I've, I've, no, I've noticed. What yeah, do you think I, it is? What do you think it's with Lukaku? Do you think it's the defense focusing on him? Or do you think it's um, something else? It's just not he's not acclimating to the Chelsea team, the play. Well, I think... I think, yeah, there could be a little bit of that. I don't want to give too much uh, 
credit or, or too much of it to, to you know, chemistry because I, I don't think that there, there isn't any chemistry. I think we've already seen that there is link-up play there between the players, and, and including Lukaku, because uh, he has scored. Uh, but I don't know. I think it's the... I think it's... I think he'll he'll get back on there. I think so. I mean, I don't Five think it's a matter. Of, yeah, I, I think I, I think he'll. I think it's a matter. It's not a matter like of like of if it's a matter of when. It's gonna happen. If he had it, if he completely hadn't scored since the beginning, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd have an issue. Yeah, I'd but he's already going on. But he's already proved that he can score, and like from many of the games, he's also gotten very very close on several occasions uh-huh. as well. So I think he just needs a bit of time. I think he might have just been a bit unlucky in the past five games with Lukaku. So I don't want to criticize him too much because I think that he will eventually st- step it up, you know? I think a big part of it, too, is also that there was an issue in the midfield for the last few games, too. There yeah. wasn't as much creativity. You know, Havertz, also, when he's been playing, hasn't been as... And Lukaku's as one good. of those players that can score a hat-trick, you know? Mm-hmm. He could, like, not... You don't look at any player in the Premier League and be like, that guy can score a hat-trick, right? It's only like right. a handful of players that can actually... So him, if he gets a hat-trick, two goals, a deuce here and there, he'll be he'll be back in the conversation. But yeah. but yeah, I mean, five games, I could see how it doesn't look good. But he's still he's still a great forward, and I think, I think, so too. I think he'll get back on the score sheet. But the Premier League, it's not as easy as no. the Serie A. Sometimes, sometimes even like how we're seeing here to uh, a game against our, uh, like Southampton, it wasn't an easy game. Yeah, it Italians, was complicated. Italians are known for their for their defense, but that doesn't mean that the Premier League in general has a better defense than than the Serie A. Like you look at teams like Juve, yeah, they have you know one of the top defenses in the world but if you look at the Premier League on every single individual team Man City I think, Man yeah, United Liverpool teams much better, better defense yeah. you know they know how to lock down the defense and I think it's it's a whole different league so exactly. also that has something to do with it that's why I said I don't know if he's going to get the same numbers that he was getting in Italy yeah, because the Premier League is the yeah. toughest league in the world and uh yeah, with that, a tough game for Chelsea, but they yeah. bounced back with a victory. Uh, yeah. Looking the, good. The big part of it was the, was the red card. But honestly. they have Brentford. They did change the game. They have Brentford next, uh, oh, next, uh, next game. We'll, we'll get to Brentford. Uh, oh, yeah, this uh, next Saturday. Next up on our list, Leeds United come up with a 1-0 victory over Watford. Um, Watford, uh, not much of a good team at the moment, and they just recently appointed new coach Claudio Ranieri if you can remember the man who won at Leicester not too long ago so quite the victory for them good yeah, job I think, that's a, I think that's a great hire that is a great hire for yeah. Watford for sure and uh up next with Wolverhampton Wanderers and Newcastle with the Wolves coming out with a 2-1 victory over Newcastle Ooh. at home with a brace by a new signing this season. I think he came from oh. Leipzig. Is, Juan, it, is he South Korean, right? Wang Hee Chan, if I said that correctly. Hee Chan Wang. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to oh, get yeah, that right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Hee Chan. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, this guy, This guy. yeah, he, he. I think he's been scoring a couple of times as well, so... Um, this guy seems to be like he's a great player. Do you guys uh, know exactly how, how old he is? I can't remember exactly. I'll look it up right now. 
Yeah, so um, this guy seems like he's good. I think it's good for South Korea that they have... He's 25. 25? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah so he's about hit his prime as and, well. And he's having great chemistry with uh, Raul Jimenez, the, the Mexican on Wolves, with two assists from him. So he, looking like they're yeah, going to build strong relationship right there. Yeah. And having yeah. a, a great he's season as well. Yeah, yeah, really well. Well, bro, he just had a head injury. He did nothing wrong with his feet. He's good. He just, <laughs> they just wouldn't let him play. So respect to Jimenez, honestly. I think he's a great player. Newcastle with the loss still now in relegation zone at 19 with three points. So that's we'll see. Hopefully that. that's the reason St. Maximin leaves. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, uh, one thing is that it's good. It's good for South Korea that they have like two strong players now in the in the Premier League. Yeah. This Wang guy, and they also have uh, Sun as well. So that's gonna that's gonna probably help their national team a lot as well. And it's gonna building exposure for continuing the South Korean uh, you yeah. know legacy in the Premier League. And up next we have. Arsenal with upsetting Brighton and Hove Albion from getting to the top of the league. Had Brighton and Hove Albion won this game, bless you, thank you. (laughs) Had they won this game, they would be tied at the top with Chelsea with 16 Uh, points. That's how tight it is. That's how tight it is. Brighton, dude. Have you ever heard of anything about Brighton until Malpe and Trossard started screwing people up? Like, I haven't heard anything before that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I watched them in the championship because they had Higazi on that team okay. as a defender. Yeah, so, I mean, they they were good in the ch- in the championship. They were really good. Well, they're, they're from some small town. Their stadium is called Falmer, England. Or in Falmer, England. Like, what a weird name. But they have the Amex Stadium. You would think Amex, American Express, would have, like, you know, like an iconic kind of, like, team. But just, you know, weird. Anyway. Good enough, man. <laughs> they cheap, cheap way to the Premier League. <laughs> right? And then uh, Arsenal coming up with the draw. You know, they have a talented team with Aubameyang, Odegaard, Saka, Smith-Rowe. Um, they should be winning games, but they're playing better recently. Yeah, it's not think, a sad. And I think, and I think this was this was a draw against a good team. It was. So the last three results for Arsenal are looking good. So maybe Artitas, you know, maybe he's getting it together, man. Maybe, maybe we, his job. Maybe he just got a bad run of games at the beginning of the year. You know. Maybe. Let's maybe. see. We'll we'll find. What's uh, the next game for Arsenal? The next game for Arsenal is. Mm. <laughs> Where's it? It's Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. Yeah, so I, I think I think they could get the they win, win against Crystal Palace, and I mean they're at ten points right now, so that's only six points away from the top, you know, from the top of the the league. Because if Arsenal had gotten that win as well, they would have been in the seventh place. Right. So, you know, I think I think the you know the boat is turning into the right Arsenal direction. Arsenal is getting it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sad. it seems to be like they're turning so, around. It's not a sad. That's a good thing. And speaking of Crystal Palace, we move to Sunday's set of games: Crystal Palace and Leicester City to the two-two draw, an entertaining game. Uh, yeah, yeah James Vardy on the score sheet. Yeah, he's been he's been consistent as well this year. I'd say yeah. Vardy. I mean, oh, for a couple of years actually. 
I think I think Vardy is just like the most uh, like one of the strikers, just underrated overall. I extremely, guess. yeah. He, extremely. He had he had a late start. Well, yeah, that yeah, was like so. But that's why it's just mm-hmm. he's the underdog. He's been an underdog forever, his entire career. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll cool have that. Um, so with the two-two draw, but it looks Leicester it looks City. like it looks like Crystal Palace dominated the match because uh, as I'm looking at the statistics, you're looking at 18 shots. Four on target, though. But still, you know, they're, they're, they're attempting a lot more. They control possession at 60%. They completed 557 passes versus 382. And their pass accuracy was was much higher. You know, they were playing, I think, a little bit more aggressively. Well, it's looking like put it, it this way. Right now, Leicester City are not playing the best. Um, they Leicester currently is 13th with eight points. Crystal Palace at 14 with seven. So they're right where they should be, or like in terms of competing. Yeah, but I mean, like Leicester. Leicester's been having a bad year. This season, this season is is is, it's looking. I mean, I mean, they're at eight points, so they're you know. They're not. They they can turn it around and become like competing for top four, but I don't know about top four. But I don't know. No, like four to six, right around there. They could they could either be the highest surprise, just because Leicester, man. They've done it for so many years now. You can't take them out of it, you know. But this Leicester team does but not I look mean, like that team. Okay, but to be honest with you, there's there's okay, there's a lot of things there though. Okay, number one is they've let go of a lot of their greatest players. Number two is that they're not si- like they're not signing the players of the same quality to match it, right? To you know to 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 uh, supplement like what they what they're missing. And I also think that. Uh, Leicester City. I mean, I don't know. I think I think this season we're gonna see them, and like I think it's gonna be a down a downfall season for them because the level of competitiveness in the league is very high, and they also have a couple of injuries as well. I know Fofana is injured, and you know they have a couple of things like that. So Leicester, I don't know if they're even gonna make it to top eight this season. Well, hopefully they're there because Leicester City are fighters. They have already. They have players from the team that were there last year. We're competing for like a top four position, so they have the players that they know how to get there. They've done they won the FA Cup last season. They won the FA Cup, so we'll see who comes out of Leicester. But yeah. they're always I mean, the underdog. You I know? think it, the, the <laughs> big thing is that this season you have teams like like West Ham mm-hmm. and Austin, Austin and, Austin and Brighton, yeah, and, Brighton and too, uh, Brentford and Brentford that are having. Good runs. They're having good runs of form, so they're they're playing well. So, whereas before it was maybe just Leicester and you know West Ham here and there would do well. Everton would also be a team that would also have some good run of games. But aside from them, they were the only other teams kind of battling or challenging to get into the top four. But now you have all these other teams that might be on the same level. Maybe they're not top four, but maybe top six, and just the. The narrative is just a, a lot more different. I think Fofan is injured. Yeah, injury is is, is big. Yeah, that was a huge. Uh, yeah. He's got because he's Cup, he was there. He he mm-hmm. played, and uh, I think I think his injury also plays a huge role. But even when you look at the Leicester squad, it's not as good as it as it has been in the past five. Like what no, changes? Yeah. There hasn't have been, been, has been many updates. Tillemans is like their best player, and, and I'm sure he's going to leave. And even season. their current players, like one player that I've noticed, his, his uh, performance has been decreasing, actually, is, is Suyunko. 
I think I think his, uh, his his performance as a defender. I've seen him make a lot of mistakes, especially last year. I think so, it all started with the Euro Cup, yeah, man. He ever had a horrendous World Cup. Mm-hmm. Ever since the Euros, yeah. that he has not been the same. I haven't seen the same scene good yeah. saw last earlier last season actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, uh, I don't know if they're gonna you know transform into like more of a club that's just gonna focus more on selling players rather than retaining them because it made sense in the beginning but now it's like well I think they're gonna restart their process and they might be a mid-table team there's a, there a yeah, process that has yeah. to take place because yeah. Vardy is, is, is getting old Schmeichel's yeah. getting old yeah uh, they're two key players you know Soyunko's getting old uh Almost like a lot of the yeah, a lot of the most important players are actually getting old. So you need to have like what young players do we have that are coming out of you know Leicester well, right they, now? They they have Ian Nacho, Daka. they have yeah, Man, yeah, he's definitely yeah. Besides yeah, that, I wouldn't well, say all. I, I think Leicester is a very smart club. They're gonna sell um, players yeah, like so you have Madison. They're gonna the Madison, who I think they're gonna sell this coming year, you know, to spread those funds to Perez. young players, and they're gonna be a mid-table team I for a couple Simco years. I think gonna be out of a contract if I'm not mistaken, but I mean, yeah. still, he's still an old player. It's not like yeah. they're selling. Well, he's young. 25. Yeah, he's not too old. Hold on, 25. Yeah, Sanko's not that old. I mean, they they yeah, they, 25, 20, they, yeah. they picked up uh, Barnes as well. Lookman, um, they got uh, Bertrand. I, I think I, I think they'll bounce back. I think they're not they're not going to be so much in a, in a rebuilding period or anything. I, I think they're going to be. It's just like a battle of games, but I don't know, dude. Like, like looking at the team, it, it's not a horrible team. They have Castagne. I just um, don't think you can depend on Vardy like all the time because no, a I lot agree. of their play does need, depend on Vardy. Need, yeah, well, Iheanacho also scored. They need Iheanacho and Patsandaka to finally yeah. come through for the club, you know? I think they need better wingers, honestly, as well. As but well. they're, I mean, they play a lot of counterattacks. Well, speaking of another rebuilding club, Tottenham Hotspur uh. <laughs> escapes with a 2-1 victory after over Aston Villa with an own goal in the 71st minute. That's what it took. That's what it took for Tottenham Hotspur. How far? They're just, I don't know, man. They just seem like a joke nowadays, you know? (laughs) Kane, once again, doesn't score. Um, But, you know, Aston Villa have been playing well. I think Aston Villa has been playing well in their losses. (laughs) And they're just unlucky. Yeah. Against Man United, uh, Chelsea... They're still struggling against, uh, I'd, I'd say, with, with injuries as far as uh, Aston Villa because they do have some injuries in their team as well. I know also one guy that's that's really good that also will come back and eventually make a difference for them is uh, Trezeguet. Trezeguet, he's, uh, okay. he's the left winger for the Egyptian national team. And... Uh, He's a great player. He, I've seen him play in Egypt, and I've also seen him play in Turkey. He's a great player, and I think last year, I mean, he got an ACL injury, which is, you know, pretty bad, so that took him out for a year. But he was just starting to score, and he was just kind of getting his uh, his foot with the team. He's, I think even Grealish actually was, like, really close with him, and, you know, they play together very well. And uh, this guy, I think once he comes back right now, he'll, he'll make a difference for, for the team as well. So he's he's a name to watch as well. And uh, 
What's there to say about Tottenham besides embarrassment? <laughs> and then Tottenham, Tottenham, I do think it's starting to get you know concerning about Harry Kane with with the team, you know his legacy. I'm not saying like you know the oh bro, it's tarnished. It's tarnished this year. If he doesn't leave this coming summer, the Harry Kane legend is over. I think. You think so? Yeah. I, I, he's just so depressed. You know, you know why I don't think it will be completely over. I mean, I think it will be, you know, very unless the buyer like, come and get impact. him. That's where he can provide his career. Impacted abroad. The thing is, is like Harry Kane has already put up the numbers to make him one of the best to play in the Premier League. So he's already put up those numbers. He's like the numbers are the one things that once people look back in history, that's what they're going to be looking at is the numbers, mm-hmm. you know, and he's already put that, but he hasn't gotten the trophy. I understand mm-hmm. that. But just like, if this is the way he leaves Tottenham, it's like, why did he even like, why did you even keep him in the first place? We have no idea why Levy did that, but yeah, we, we root for Harry can get the fuck out of there in January somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I think we all feel for him. We do feel for him. I think I just gotta get out of there. He should have got to Man City. Not that I really wanted him there because mm-hmm. that's a great team to have him. Mm-hmm. But he's unhappy. He's a great player. It's not fun watching great players not be on a good team. Mm-hmm. Moving on to your favorite Cinderella story in many, many years Brentford. The championship winners of last season coming to West Ham's house and taking their lunch money, man, with a 2-1 victory. They've only lost once. They've tied three times, and they've won three times, right? Yeah. So, so, I mean... It's looking good. Dude, Brentford's looking good, man. I think it's only Chelsea and and, uh, Liverpool. I mean, it's only Chelsea that has lost only once, and it's Liverpool that hasn't lost. And I think Brentford is like the... First of all, I think their defense is holding it down pretty well, right? And like you said, uh, I think the other day is like the team has a lot of heart. They're showing a lot of heart. They're showing a lot of grit. They're showing a lot of spirit on the field. So the team is looking really good. And I think exactly they're becoming the story of the season so far, at least Mm -hmm. that, you know, like, let's watch this team. Let's see what this team has got. Like, I want to see a Brentford game now. Who plays? Who does Brentford if, play next? If there's two teams I want to watch Chelsea. right now, it's like oh. if there's Excellent. like if there's, a, if there's a classical right now, it, it would literally be between Brentford and Sheriff. <laughs> like yeah, the classical. Yeah, because Sheriff is known around the world for their Champions League and now Brentford for their great you know. league play. If you know, you know. If you know, Sheriff you know. is the team. Dude, you think they should? We should try to like get jerseys somehow. Sure. Like <laughs> I'm down. I'm looking into that. Like how is that possible? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna wait for the for the group for the. Um, if they make it out of the group, no, they are gonna make it out of the group. They are. Gonna, yeah. Are you down to get? Are you trying? I'm, I'm down to look for the knockout it. stages. Get some jerseys. If they if they get past the first knockout stage, I'm down. I'm I'm I'm, okay. getting, I'm getting a share of jersey. All right, you've heard it here. Anyway, <laughs> West Ham takes the loss at home. You know, like, uh, you know, Brentford, as much as we've been saying that they're playing well, West Ham has also been playing, been playing well. Been playing well. So mm-hmm. to, to have these two game players or these teams play against each other and Brentford coming up with the victory is huge. And now Brentford sit at seventh with 12 points and West Ham at 
ninth with 11. So they're not far off. And West Ham and Brentford are definitely somebody, uh, one of the teams that you do not want to run into in the Premier League. Yeah, and I think uh, also Brentford, like the games that they've uh, played so far in the... And the Premier League have have not been easy games as well. Like they they have played against uh, uh, Aston Villa. They have played against Brighton. They've played against Wolves. They've played against uh, Liverpool, and they've played against West Ham. Those are not easy games as well. Like they haven't been playing against Norwich City. They haven't been playing against you know the, the lower end yeah, of the, of the true. table. They haven't played against Arsenal. So or actually, yeah, they haven't. And now they come up with Chelsea next. I got Brentford, dude. I'm going to put 100 bucks on Brentford. For what? In the next Premier League game. Against Chelsea? Yeah. (laughs) I'll look at that line later. (laughs) Um, And with that, that concludes the EPL recap. Anything else you guys want to just mention out of the blue for your EPL weekend, boys? Um, I think that just about covers it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that sounds about good because now we go off to international break. So two weeks break of no EPL, which it is sad, but we look forward to international teams. And you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna hear from us coming in the next couple days. International duty. And with that, we'll talk to you guys next time. Catch See you guys later. Later. later.